This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 258. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Tony. I'm Jim. And with us this week is Scam Jeff. Hello. Thanks for having me back, finally. Uh, time out. I asked you a couple weeks ago, actually on election night, if you would go and be here, and you're like, oh, I'm doing my civic duty, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, see how that election turned out. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, so down the hall. Sorry, my bad. My bad. I, I would, but they build a wall. I can't get to it. No, no, they're arguing on who's going to fund to build that wall again. Still, it was between Culture Babel and Scab Jeff. It was a tough call. I'm shocked that we, we might have to have a, a podcast shutdown we until, might. until we can figure out who's going to build this wall. I, bl- I, I say Jeff builds it. He's got money. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who's going to build the wall? Or who's going to pay to build the wall? Pay to build. <laughs> yeah, and I won't be me. You just robbed a bank. No. Oh, that was Red Dead. My bad. <laughs> I got 56000 in the bank. Oh, sh- I didn't rob a single bank in Red Dead. I'm too busy trying to find candy. <laughs> if, you, a- if you build a wall, you're not able to flee to Mexico. Yeah, and we can't get to our political podcast. Uh, Jeff would be more likely to uh, pay for the wall than actually build it himself, though. That is true. <laughs> On the positive, he could build a wall in Candyland, so that's positive with all your sweets. Ooh, made out of chocolate bars. Ooh. No, no, the wall would be built out of empty wrappers. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right, you got me there. Speaking of Candyland, Adam Sandler's making a movie of it. Just letting you know. I can't wait. A real movie or a Netflix movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mowgli is on Netflix soon. It is. I saw that. Scab Jeff, you going to watch that? I I am. It actually looks pretty good. It doesn't look bad. I will say that. It is a, I think it's got some Oscar buzz. It's got to be in theaters first. 
Well, I think it says limited release. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. We just have to throw it out in L.A. and New York for, like, at least one show, and I think that's all it really Because Netflix said that they're going to release more movies out in the theaters just to get the Oscar buzz. I wouldn't be surprised if it's up for, like, special effects or uh, stuff like that. Tony, how are you doing over there? Doing great. Good, good. You like my goatee? I do. I do. It's very nice. I'm drinking IPAs. Ooh, what's that old boot? Tony would never have a goatee. He has a beard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Can I talk about Jeannie from Hobie? Okay, got it. Damn all. we're done. I'm kidding, Jeannie. Uh, moving on. Uh, so Scab Jeff's going to sit with us this week. Uh, everybody's back full blast. Of course, we were back last week, weren't we? I can't remember last week. Uh, what, is, we did something last week? No, I don't know. Neither do I. According to listener feedback, we talked about food and sex, but I, had, I don't recall that. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, next week, we'll have our roundtable episode. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, we've got a lot of guest stars coming and going inside the Bob Studios. Well, I've, I don't know if I'd say stars. Guest. Guest. <laughs> Dr. Bednar, uh, a.k.a. Dr. Nazi, might be here. We're hoping. In- infamous. Yes. Not uh, famous. No, infamous. No, infamous. That's more than famous. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, you going more to be here me. for the Hobie Roundtable? Uh, I should be here until at least 4.30. He's oh, going to well, try and influence the floppy votes. Of course he's going to be here. I'll be honest, you fuckers better all be gone by 4.30. Uh, <laughs> so. No. You can stay, Jim. Yay. You sleep in the mop studios. <laughs> Speaking of scab Jeff and his uh, offer for floppies, what, did, what bribes did you bring us tonight? Scab Jeff. I was going to bring him on Saturday. Or Sunday. 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 I don't want to share my bribes with all those numbskulls on Saturday. I want mine now. Well, gee, Jeff didn't send anything, but I got something here from Pam trying Ooh. to solidify the Morris vote. The oh. Morris vote. She wants best Morris floppy. Oh, no, there's a best Morris floppy that I'm going to lose. Yes. Yeah, lost it yet. <laughs> oh, so look at that. Pam sent in her bribe. Cousin Pam. We got Pam. All right. That okay. came that came on the back of Gilligan the Shadow Cat. <laughs> well, the best part is Pam, uh, she was up for best Morris flop, best floppy for a Morris. And uh, Pam is in there. Uh, we also have Scab Jeff is in there. Uh, we also have Jack Morris, the baseball player. And Garrett Morris. <laughs> and Garrett, Garrett Morris, Morris from, from SNL. What Scab- about, what about Hal Morris, the baseball player? Cousin Hal. Uh, Twitter only has four. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about going out on a limb and voting for uh, Zach Morris. The good news- Zach Morris is trash! <laughs> the good news is, you didn't. well, bad news is you didn't win. Uh, the, the, the fan vote. So Pam already has one vote. Uh, I didn't even see the fan vote. I didn't get to vote for that. Well, I guess you were should have paid attention. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then the best part is I went to vote for Sister Pam, and I had a fat finger, and I accidentally voted for you, so you got an extra vote. <laughs> Default. Uh, That's how I voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as well as all the other octogenarians in Florida. That's right. Damn hanging chads. You even missed the uh, Morris-only vote, didn't you? I know only people named Morris were able to vote. <laughs> Did you miss that, too? I, I missed that, too. Oh, my gosh. Garrett Morris more. voted 14 times on that one. <laughs> vote early, vote often. Except I, I have never listened to a show that I wasn't on. <laughs> Except Garrett Morris's vote was for cocaine over and over again. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I thought he voted for Ant-Man. No. 
Uh, let's see here. I thought he voted for two broke girls. Oh. <laughs> well, then he loses his voting powers if he does. Worst show ever. <laughs> hey, let's see how many times we can talk about vagina. 18. It's a 22-minute show! <laughs> no, that was just the first three minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> 607. <laughs> and yet the censor didn't bitch about that one. Well, because nobody's watching. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, so uh, let, let's work on uh, building up Scab Jeff with our Hobie audience. If this you, is my if, ear. That's right. If you are not familiar with Scab Jeff, Scab Jeff is actually a published author. He has authored several books on ghosts in cities, as well as a fictional account of how he won a floppy. I mean, of uh, zombies on the Titanic. No, that was the true account oh, of the zombies. the true account. That's correct. It was nonfiction. But you can find it in the fiction uh, section of your bookstore. Or the erotic uh, section. Really can, yeah, you can find it on Amazon. <laughs> oh, no, you can only find it on it's Amazon. It's the bookstore. The no, my, my other books yeah, are the bookstore. The, the yeah, so the, the books, because you have books. actually gone to X number of cities and researched their ghost stories and published them. For like example, Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, Nashville. Chicago. Twin Chicago cities. and Minneapolis, St. Paul. How do we know more about your books than you do? He doesn't read those either. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly doesn't write them either. But you guys haven't read them either. I read the Cincinnati one. No, I re- didn't. Yes, I did. I you did. didn't. Yes, I did, like years ago when it came out. <laughs> I read the Cincinnati one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I did give you a good, uh, <laughs> a good autograph. Si- autograph, yeah. And, and you are also the uh, sponsor... In the uh, Halloween of uh, Halloween uh, parade for they haven't done that in a couple years. Yeah, that's, well, the that's been Miami Wait, Town Paranormal the Fest. Miami Town Fest. You know what? I it think could come back. It could be you're coming back could this you year, get right? That? Hope you would like to uh, judge the costumes. Could you get something going with this? I may be able to get something going. Mary, Jeff's pretty yeah, motivated. He might help you. I <laughs> Well, I tried. Uh, um, Jim, well, he, he was pretty interested when I when I suggested you might be able to be judges in the Con- in the barbecue, yeah, the food competition. Yeah, <laughs> the competition to do that. And we got to speak some some very interesting people. Bigfoot and th- uh, Bigfoot uh, Hunter. Search. Yep. Uh, episodes forty four and forty five. That's old old school. Two hundred episodes ago. Over that was probably ago. the worst interview you've ever had on this show. I don't know what to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of gave up when he said, "Well, let's just get this out in the open. Bigfoot is not a pet of the aliens." Well, I didn't know that was in the card, but okay. Yes, she is. Well, there goes my first seven questions. <laughs> you well, see I, a spike in forty five, forty six, listening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my next questions were, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Is Bigfoot a pet of the aliens? No. Seriously? No. Really? No. Well, according, sure. According to the old $6 million man episodes, he was... A pet of the of the aliens. Correct. Who played Bigfoot? A guy in a suit. Good call. No, no, I'm not in real life. I'm talking in the $6, $6 million man. A guy in a suit. Oh, okay. Same guy. A tall guy. Hey, who's that guy we saw walk in the woods? Oh, uh, was that the Chewbacca? Peter Mayhew. Yeah. Uh, you got new impressions now. Oh, wait, hold on. What are you? I'm Chewbacca. Oh, no, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, good. Thanks, 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 thanks. Your impressions have gotten much better recently. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate that. But let's get back to what I really want to talk about. Yeah. The true story of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Jeff. 
scab. I, I believe I gave I gave a book away under the under the the condition. <laughs> under the condition that whoever won it writes mm-hmm. a review or uh-huh. at least tells me what they thought of it. They and, did not. And they did not. But you can buy it. Yes. You on can. Amazon. It's on Amazon. And, and it's actually good. I, I just read it for the first time. I'm going I'm, I'm to call him out. Jordan, you won. Jordan. Get the review. <laughs> is that a hobo G. Bowan? Yes. Uh, Jeff, is that book an audio book yet? Um, I believe it is. I think Will Wheaton narrates. Because I'm watching, I was going to suggest Jason do it. <laughs> do you have different <laughs> accents and, and different impersonations he can do? I am the unsinkable Molly Brown. I do declare I am. How do you do? Oh my God, my face is getting eaten off. <laughs> That was unsinkable, Molly Brown. <laughs> so you have read the book. Yes. <laughs> that is a direct quote from the book. Yes. See? There you go. Exactly how I pictured it in my head, too. Ah, so if you have purchased a copy of Scab Jeff's books, write a review. If you haven't, write one anyway. Anyways. Four stars or above. No, no, you can, you can write one-star reviews. Just uh, get a review. Apparently, I hear that even bad reviews help the help help the books sell or whatever. Can, can we put a link on our like pages to Scab yeah, Jeff's we books? That. We can do that. Why don't we do that? We will do that. Uh, if you're you looking you for ac- good Christmas gifts, do it. You know, Blake, you have access to the Facebook page, too. Anyways, uh, moving on. Yeah, but that's work. <laughs> I know. My bad. Sorry. Uh, you know, I will say, if you go around Cincinnati and you do go in bookstores and you do see your books, they are in the erotic uh, fiction. The erotic. Because somebody, some asshole might be putting them there. <laughs> on the positive, they're in the front. <laughs> so everybody sees them. The covers so, aren't covered up with brown paper bags. No, so you're welcome. You're welcome for that. Neil Gaiman goes to bookstores and signs books. Jason goes to bookstores, grabs your books, and puts them in the wrong sections. <laughs> That's called marketing. <laughs> you know, I really want to see, I want to really get turned on by Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh, goes to Cincinnati. <laughs> ghost erotica. This will nicely hide my erotic book on the way up to the checkout counter. <laughs> so your books do have a purpose. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm sorry, Scamp. We can talk your divorce. I mean, which one do you want to go around? <laughs> I highly recommend it. If anybody's married, totally get divorced. It is the best experience of my life. <laughs> so much more money. Are you officially, so much happier. Are you officially divorced now? Officially divorced. Congratulations. Yay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How many Hobie guests are divorced after they come on the show? I'm shocked you're not yet, Blake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> I, I've been threatened with it several times. Are you doing a damn podcast again? <laughs> Only when she listens. No. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Uh, 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 I'm Mrs. Uh, Edwards. Uh, <laughs> it's a podcast for me. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that's a tough decision. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about Oak Island on the podcast tonight. <laughs> Do you have then I can have a list of five women. <laughs> <laughs> then my top five list can actually exist. <laughs> Do you watch Oak Island Scamp? No, no, it's terrible. Good call. You're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and not just for that. <laughs> there goes your floppy vote for me. <laughs> oh! If he has a fat finger, he'll vote. 
Can we hurry up so I can get through listener feedback so I can go watch? Yes. <laughs> Curse of Oak Island. Tony, I thought you were supposed to go to Toledo. Uh. Anyways, moving on. Uh, saw uh, my family saw Santa Claus the Musical at the Children's Theater of Cincinnati this weekend. Very fun show. They didn't kick you out. They did not. They said, "Hobie, uh, there he is. Get so him." Did it. It was no murder. It's not a murder mystery. No, it's not a murder mystery. Of is it based on the Tim Allen film? No, no. Of the same name? No. No, the Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Uh, this is Santa Claus Cole in the musical. Uh, local. Wasn't uh, that a Dudley Moore movie? Anyways, uh, we do want to say thank you to the Children's Theater for the p- tickets and that. We enjoyed it uh, immensely. My kids really have started loving uh, going to the theater, so I appreciate that. Um, I know. Theater young- tickets can get expensive. You start getting in that habit. Well, that's true. You'll be selling your body just so you can get... Uh- My eight-year-old keeps saying, where's the Hamilton tickets? <laughs> <laughs> so you take him to see Rent next week? I would love to go see Rent, but we did not get tickets this year. Uh, I wanted to because that's my favorite musical. Is Rent currently playing in town? Yes. Uh, next week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we looked at it. The tickets were a little pricey. Um, yeah. And I, Derp. I, any of the Broadway I, I show. Uh, but I I would be willing to pay, you know, because you see it, you know, once all. It just it just didn't happen this year. Um, I, well, I, I thought uh, Children's Theater kept putting aside two Hobie tickets. You just had to go up and say, I'm with Hobie. Uh, for a Rent? Oh, <laughs> they're not children's theater. The children's theater is not doing rent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they do Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you do have uh, young kids, if you're uh, wondering, and since I at the Tap Theater, uh, it's this weekend is last weekend for it. Uh, you can go to Children's Theater of Cincinnati online and get tickets. If I was listening to what Jason was saying, shut up. <laughs> uh, but the good news is, if you have young kids, uh, it is only an hour long. So um, if you're worried about your kids sitting through it and that, it's only an hour. Uh, most of their shows are only about an hour and 15 minutes. So it was very well done, though. My kids really enjoyed it. Uh, we saw Superman a couple weeks ago. Now we saw this, or a couple months ago. Uh, and this one was fun. It was a lot more musical numbers, and they enjoyed it. My four-year-old really loved it. What's next? Uh, Jungle Book is next. Ooh. I'm intrigued by that. And what my daughter, my four-year-old, has been counting down to is Sleeping Beauty, a new take on it. She kicks ass in it. Is what it looks like, and every time the uh, motion poster came up, you know, before the play started, um, she kept saying, "When is that, Dad? When is that?" And I was like, "Because it shows Sleeping Beauty, the back of her with a sword," and I was Ooh. like, "Oh!" And she's like, "I really want to see that." I was like, "I know, I know, we're getting there, we're getting there. You got one more show. You got Jungle Book. Calm down." But uh, whoa! Way to go! Way to break things, Jay. I, I will go out on limb and say uh, Jungle Book at the Children's Theater will be a lot better than Mowgli. Uh, Oh, challenge accepted. It won't take much. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you to the Children's Theater and Krista. Uh, it was a fun time, and uh, we've been having links on our uh, webs- uh, Facebook page, uh, History of Bad Ideas, so you can get tickets through them. And uh, it's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. So there you go. Uh, Scab, how are you? I'm very good. You want to talk Golden Globes? I do. Well, we're out of town. Okay, <laughs> let's see what else we got. We're next. out of town? Time. Time. Oh. <laughs> Well, instead of the Golden Globes, Blake, you have something first. Yes, I do. What do you got? If you remember, at Gen Con, I had talked about going to the uh, Minuteman miniatures. And I got my head 3D scanned. So they would put my head on a miniature body. And I uh, just received my miniature this week. This is, uh, we were joking about it. It took you six months. Yes, well, actually, uh, mostly because 
uh, they were overwhelmed by the total number of orders. I actually emailed emailed them back and forth and had a nice conversation with the guy that owns the company. They were surprised that that many people actually wanted their... Yes. So they're, for one, when they uh, do the 3D sculpting of your head, they still have to sculpt it and put it onto the, uh, the miniature body that you chose. And they uh, had a problem with their uh, resin supplier. So the original resin they got was of poor quality, probably from China. And uh, so they had to change that uh, supplier. So once they got it done, I didn't get just one. I actually got two. And they got a little handwritten note that says, Hi, we, we made a mistake and printed your order twice. We hope you enjoy the extra one. So I got one that I was able to cut out of the mold. And I was just going to pass it around so you guys can take a look at it. That is my miniature with my head on it. <laughs> 3D laser, 3D printed from resin sculpture. That does look like you. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny, isn't it? Now I can make an entire army of me. Whether it be Warhammer or uh, D&D. I like how the hair sticks up. Yeah, so yeah. it's like that at all. It's perfect. I know. Lake out a miniature. We're going live on right. bad ideas. Uh, there it is. Let's see here. Let's see what this is. This when you when you cut it out of the 3D mold. So this is what it looks like when you get it. Okay. That's for that's for it protected and shipping. So did, uh, so did you get two of them? Yeah, they, were you they, not they, listening? Were you not listening to the last no. five? Were you doing? <laughs> were you doing me listening to you? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's Blake as that's a right. miniature. That's right. Is it? Uh, I'm surprised it doesn't come colored. Or do no, you, you have to paint it you yourself. Paint yourself. Can yeah. I paint it? Uh, one color. Well, Whoa. I have two, but I was thinking I was gonna print. I was gonna paint one and send it to my nephew, who's got all my D and D miniatures. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be pretty funny to get an uncle. Is Blake. that a fire sword? I was gonna make you Asian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blake, question for you. Yeah. Why do you? But that's my head. Oh, there's your crossbow. Okay. Yeah, there's crossbow that's underneath the backpack. Okay. And that doesn't the, seem very logical. Quivers. No, you would have to like drop your sword and shield, and, and then you have to take your backpack off, and then you have to unsling the crossbow, and then you would have to pull some quarrels out. That looks like you're showing an O face in it. Bolts. Oh, no, that's my war oh. face. Oh, oh, he's yelling. I'm yelling. Rawr! That's right. Well, that is actually pretty cool. Uh, good Thank news you. is this is actually Jim's uh, one that he got miniature. He got. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought that was Jeff. No, this came colored. No, that's Jeff. Jeff is over here. See, we all got them. Oh, there you go. You kind of look like Mario. Here's Jason's. Here's Jason. Yeah, that's mine. Uh, here's Scab Jeff's. Scab Jeff's. It looks pretty realistic. Um, Even down see. to the flesh tone. Uh, here's uh, here's uh, Doug. Uh, number seven, number one fan. Here's Doug. Oh, there's oh. Doug. <laughs> Look at those hands. <laughs> uh, here's the dip man. Uh, he looks a little aged. It's a little old. It's a little old. It's okay. Uh, here's Scab Nick. I mean, uh, the, the Gimp Nick. Gimp Nick. Uh, luckily, he has something out of his mouth, so it's okay. Uh, actually, we're just doing this on Facebook Live. It doesn't really come across well on the podcast. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Picture see. in your head. Yes, yes. Your imagination is probably better. Fisto. There's Fisto. <laughs> and uh, Leech. Leech. Uh, so, Scam Jeff, please tell us, what are uh, the Golden Globe nominations here? They just came out. You're our Golden Globe, I guess, expert? Yes, expert. every every year we have Skeb Jeff mm -hmm. come on and give us his Golden Globe predictions. Uh -huh. Now, I understand last year 
was his peak. Last uh, year, last year you shot Oscar. your wad. That was Oscars. I did really. Oh, well. I never do well on the Golden Globes. Whatever. Jeff, I don't can you pay. look up the nominations for us? <laughs> oh, I thought you had those. There, I did, but now I'm going live because I want oh. the pressure on Scab Jeff here to do the this. Um, I just know he does an award show. Or is that why he's here? Is it true the rumors of you hosting the Oscars? I made this tweet a little while back. <laughs> okay. And I don't think they're going to invite me. Is it because you wrote a book about the zombies uh, on the Titanic? No. Okay. It, it was something about Chick-fil-A and gay people. And oh, okay. Did you... Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it because you think Bigfoot is an uh, is a pet of the aliens? Is that why they're not putting on the Oscar? No, today was the first I heard of that. Oh, well, maybe you should listen to episode forty five of us. <laughs> we did talk about it. I, actually, I did hear that. I don't remember that. <laughs> was that before you went on the air that you did the interesting stuff? Oh. <laughs> like a typical podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Variety Magazine should have the list here. They should. Best motion picture drama. We Star is born. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star is Born. I, I'm going to go with A Star is Born. I, I don't know why Black Panther would be on that list. Well, I think I know, but... <laughs> but Down uh, the hall. <laughs> but Winter Soldier was such a better movie. Watchmen that was a better come, movie. They didn't come oh, out this year. Yeah, but if you're going to make a superhero movie that gets nominated for something... It's Logan. Logan. Yeah, that was a better movie, but why... Why Black Panther was good, but it wasn't great. Okay, welcome to the culture... Sig- you know, the... Uh, ecstasy? This is not the virtue signaling podcast. <laughs> what else we got? We have best actress in a motion picture drama. Ooh, Helen Hunt. Glenn Close in The Wife, Lady Gaga in A Star is Born, mm. Nicole Kidman, Destroyer, Melissa McCarthy, I Shat in a Sink. I mean, <laughs> can you ever forgive me? No, we can't. in a sink. We <laughs> can't forgive Melissa and McCarthy. And Rosamund Pike, A Private War. It's going to be Lady Gaga, and I will double down on that if that's possible. I'm going Pike. I like me some Rosamund Pike. I'm going Rosamund Pike. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do the the hundred hundred to one bet that I that I gave Jim last Oscars on that one. Oh, <laughs> Jim, get some money out. We can't technically show you putting money down on this, Jim. Uh, what else we got, Jeff? Uh, we got best actor in a motion picture drama. We got Bradley Cooper in a Star Is Born. Mm, Bradley is dreamy. Willem Dafoe in an at. Eternity's Gate. Mm, he is dreamy. Lucas Hedges in Boy Erased. Mm. Remy Malik in Bohemian Rhapsody. Remy who? And Malick. John David Washington in Black Klansman. I'm go- I'm going to go with Remy Malik. I I think that he did a very good job. Uh, Bradley Cooper might win, but I'm going with Mr. Robot. I will agree with you on that. What else we got? Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, spelled with a U, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. I am going to go with Green Book, although The Favorite could win on that one. 
It shouldn't win because they don't spell it American, so they shouldn't win our awards. But it's got it's Emma a, Emma Stone in it. Is Golden Ooh. Globes really American? It's Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, it's the foreign press about Hollywood. Yeah. And so Hollywood movies should be... Winning. Well, they should be American anyway. Yeah, America. <laughs> um, best actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns. Done. Yeah. Olivia Coleman, The Favorite. Elsie Fisher, Eighth Grade. Uh, the one from Grey's Anatomy is the one I'm going with. Charlize Theron, Tully. Yeah. And Constance Wu, oh. Crazy Rich Asian. No, it's not any of those. She didn't get nominated. I'm going to go with the uh, favorite one. <laughs> the favorite? Yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman. Did yeah. you like Crazy Rich Asians? It was not a good movie. Wow. Okay. You you think it was? It was enjoyable. It wasn't as funny as I thought. And I don't know how it's up for a comedy. And there's funny parts in it, but I didn't think it was that funny. So I liked it though. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's up for a best picture or anything. But it was enjoyable. Alright. Best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Christian Bale, Vice. Lynn Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns, Vigo Mortensen, Green Book, Robert Redford, The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. Green Book. You're going Vigo. I am. Going Aragorn. Do I think Redford could win though? I I saw the movie. It was it was a good movie, but he was he didn't. Blow any he didn't blow anything out of the water or anything like that, and he's yeah. They're that's because he had a gun. Because he's his last. You probably need dynamite to blow stuff out of the it's water. It's his last movie. That's why I'm going with it. I'm going with uh, Redford on that one. So I got a question. I haven't seen Green Book, only the uh, ads or whatnot for it. My question is, I I would have thought that the uh, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali roles were kind of like dual leads. But one got a best actor, one got a best supporting actor nod. Oh, you got supporting? Yeah. Really? I, I'm thinking it's because they, they thought he did so well, but he couldn't compete with the other people who were up for best actor, like, they like thought, Mr. Robot and, <laughs> and the, the other guy, so he wasn't in it quite as much, so. So you're saying Ali wins best supporting? Uh, I well, forget who else was Should there. we go for that yeah, then? Go ahead. Best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture, so comedy or drama. Mahershala Ali, Green Book. Timothy Chalamet, Beautiful Boy. Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Rockwell, Vice. Oof. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Beautiful Boy, uh, Timothy... Chalamet, or however it's pronounced. Did you like that movie? Yes. I wanted to see that. I liked it very much. Steve Carell was very good. I believe Uh, I have him on my... uh, my Death pole? What? Not Steve. Beautiful boy? (laughs) Steve Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. He's the lead. The guy from The the Office. He's the lead. Are you thinking of the wrong movie? I was thinking of the Russell Crowe movie with the uh, gay conversion. No, that's Boy Erased. That, sorry, my bad. That's the one I want to see. Oh. Yes, I do want to see that one. Just ruin the whole... No. <laughs> but I did see Beautiful Boy, and it was very good, and I think that he deserves it. All right. Best Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. Emma Stone. 
Amy Adams in Vice, mm-hmm. Claire Foy in First Man, mm-hmm. Regina King, if Beale Street could talk, Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Weiss, the favorite. And Emma you want Stone. Emma Stone. I'm not doubling down or anything. I just like well, Emma You just Stone. really like Emma Stone. Because <laughs> she was in the best movie ever made. I like Easy A, but I wouldn't call it the best movie ever made. <laughs> I thought it was Zombieland. You're adopted? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> All right. Best motion picture animated. Isle of Dogs. Even though I think really Incredibles Gosh. 2 will win, but Isle of Dogs was Incredibles the best movie. Incredibles 2. Fucking Isle of Wes Dogs. Anderson. Fucking Wes Anderson. Uh, it was a great I movie. Know. I don't know how to pronounce this one. Mirai. 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 Something like that. Ralph Breaks the Internet and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've heard uh, that's been gaining traction. I heard that, too. Uh, I might be seeing that this weekend. I kind of want to see it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know really much about it, but then when I saw the trailer uh, before Ralph Breaks the Internet, I'm like, that looks real good. Uh, My eight-year-old said that he really wants to see (laughs) Spider-Ham. Do you want to do foreign language? No. Yeah, it's it's a shoe-in for sure. It's Roma, and that's supposed to, that's the huge favorite to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Italian? And best it's Picture or Best Foreign Language? What? Best Picture? Best Picture. Not uh, just Foreign it's Language? A Net, it's a Netflix original. It's uh, by the guy who did Gravity, I think, Alphonse. Quaron. Quaron. Yeah. But it's heavily favored to win Best Picture at the Oscars. It's a Mexican film. Is it about Tony Romo? It comes out Friday on on uh, Netflix, so I haven't seen it yet, and I haven't really read the plot or anything because I want to be surprised by it and go into it blind, but I hear great things about it. Huh. Black and white, Mexican film, Netflix original, and favored to win an Oscar. That's That seems big. All right. Best director of a motion picture. And I'm going to go the same guy, Roma. Bradley Cooper, Alfonso Cuaron, Peter Farley for Green Book, Spike Lee, and Adam McKay. And you want Cuaron. Is Adam McKay for Land of the Lost? It's for Vice. Oh, okay. Uh, screenplay, you want Cuaron again? Yep. Over The Favorite, If Beale Street Can Talk, Vice, and Green Book. How many more we got here? Uh, 48. Okay, no, that's not too all of them. <laughs> Are we just doing movies? Yes. Yeah, I think we're just doing movies. Do we want to do score and song? No. No. Then we're done. Okay. How many is that, Jeff? Uh, Twelve. Okay. I think we do do 12 or 13 every year. So, Jeff, Scab, I feel positive you're going to get five of these right. I I think that I will get 85% at least. You know, that's funny because we had this poll. (laughs) We had this poll this week. And now I have to find it. Uh, but we had how it's Twitter poll of the week at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, you can follow us there. there. Uh, how accurate will Scab Jeff be with his picks for the Golden Globes? A hundred percent. He's so smart. Eighty-five uh, percent. Let's not get crazy. Seventy-five percent. Let's be realistic. Less than fifty percent. Typical. Uh, and keep in mind, this is a month, month and a half before the Golden Globes, not right before them. Correct. I'll put this out there again. After this week's, after this week's episode. In <laughs> uh, last place, 85%. Let's not get crazy. Got 8% of the vote. That was uh, my vote. Uh, 25% in third place. Appreciate it. Third place is 100%. He's so smart. 
Uh, and I voted for that. This is kind of a tie, but I guess uh, winning 34% to 33%, less than 50%, beats 75%. Ooh. So I'll put this out there again Thursday, or Wednesday, and see what happens. So uh, the over-under is five. Yes. Yes. So, um, let's see. Uh, anything else uh, that you want to talk about with the Golden Globes camp, Jeff? We got television. We can talk about television. Now, who's hosting? I have no idea. I don't know. Is that, oh, that's uh, Adam. Um, we can tell you who was hosting. It's uh, no, that, that, that was Oscars. Oscars. That's Oscars. Oh, Oscars. Sandra O oh and um, O oh, oh, uh, oh, Nine Nine lead. Uh, Andy Samberg. Yes, Andy Samberg. Those two. So you're gonna ch- tune in just for your favorite actress, Sandra O. Oh. Yes. No, that is incorrect. She's not a good actress. Sorry. And she's uh, hot though. No. As in, she should Sandberg open a is. window? I mean, she's on your list, isn't she? Moving on. So, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, let's do some listener feedback with Blake. This week's bomb listener feedback brought to you by Bacon. Because there's been no salmonella recalls for that, bitches. Mmm, bacon. Mmm, E. coli. All right, we start uh, first guy name Doug. Doug. Eight fans, number one fan, formerly known as. Yep. He says uh, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl and was fired. How does Marvin Lewis still have a job? This is High Bengals coach, and we have a response to that too. Response from Superfan Otter at Superfan Otter. I love this question. Maybe add a little. What the hell is Hugh Jackson doing to help? Blake, you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Because, uh, yeah. How good was Hugh Jackson? Uh, you know, the way Hugh Jackson can help the Bengals is if he leaves. <laughs> Ooh. Well, here's the thing. That's how he helped the Browns. That's how he helped the Browns. Do you think uh, Hugh Jackson is a genius because it took him three game, uh, three years to win three games, or Greg Williams is that damn good because it took him three year, or three or five games? Yeah, to be honest, for the first two years, they tanked the roster yeah. and did the whole Sashi Brown bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I really don't blame him, but I watch Hard Knocks, and there's plenty of moments where I was scratching my head going, this is the guy leading the team? And then, of course, I, I, read, a, I read an article that had one of the uh, football announcers where they come in and they do the interviews leading up to the games. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the title of the I can't I can't remember the guy's name. He's well known, but I can't remember. <laughs> He's well known, but I forget him. But it wasn't it was there wasn't the Thursday night games. It was a regular Sunday's uh, crew. And he said, "This is when I knew uh, Hugh Jackson was going to get fired." Um, okay, Baker Mayfield. Uh, how how come you guys haven't run any plays or similar styles that uh, made him successful at Oklahoma? Hugh's answer was, "Huh, that's a really good question. I don't know." <laughs> and the guy and he said, at that moment, I knew Hugh Jackson was going to lose his job. He didn't say he had to watch the tape? No. <laughs> Gotta watch the tape. Gotta watch the tape. Uh, how does Marvin lose his job? You're a Bengals season ticket holder. Uh, the Brown family is loyal to a fault to their coaches mm-hmm. and employees, and uh, that's why they always bring back players. Like, they recently re-signed first-round draft pick and longtime Bengal and fat man, Andre Smith, who when I saw him run a, uh, the, the right tackle got hurt, 
So he came in. They ran a run play where he had to uh, pull pull blocking around to the left side. And after the handoff, Joe Mixon was five like yards already ahead of uh, of the pole of the pole block. <laughs> and I think Andre Smith was out of breath. So they'll give everybody a first, second, third, fourth chance. Well, doesn't Andrew Smith have the famous 440 run where he's running topless? topless? Yes. yes. In that big bowl of jelly? Yes. <laughs> to be fair to mm, Andre Smith, jelly. he was eating a pizza while he was blocking this week. Oh, yeah, and mm. it, he didn't. And a cheese coney on top. Yes. <laughs> on top of the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> on top of the piece of pizza, he's eating che- yeah. a cheese coney. So to his credit, he was eating and blocking. And... Marvin Lewis, as the coach of the Bengals, has had more success under any Mike Brown-owned uh, season mm-hmm. and any other Mike Brown coach team or uh, owned team. Yeah. Uh, the prior coaches of uh, Dick LeBeau, Bruce Coslett. Shula. Yeah, Dave Shula. Epic busts. Uh, question for you. If they re- if they keep Lewis after this season, say they don't win another game, he has a year. Yes, a, they have to. He's got two more years to pay. No, one, more. It, no, one more. Year. No, it's one more. But there's they have it's a uh, option, a team option. Would you give up season tickets if they don't fire him at the end of this year? Not because they don't fire him. No. Okay. I am probably the most staunch Marvin Lewis supporter mm-hmm. of all things because I am used because I just assume they're going to rehire Dave Shula. <laughs> and we're going to, instead of having seven uh, playoff years where they don't want a playoff game in 15 years, they're going to go 2-14 and 14 and ruin people's careers after they draft them number one. On the positive, uh, Pittsburgh's losing a lot. So that is a positive sign. The Steelers are losing. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm rooting for the Ravens, the Flying Rats. To win the division, I guess. Well, I'm cheering for the Browns. To I win am the too. Division. They're technically yeah. not out Come of on. it. They're no, not out of it. No teams are out of it. Correct. Correct. Not even the Bengals. No. No. Uh, real quick on a side note with football, like I watched the Army Navy game. Uh, my dad is a former Navy guy. I always root for Navy. It was a rough year. I always love watching the Army Navy. It was a game. rough year, but we kept it close. My eight-year-old watched it last year with me, and he's big in football lately. Yeah. He really is getting. We taped. We DVR'd it. We came home and watched it. And uh, he's really getting into it, and he loved the Army-Navy, just the pageantry, everything. Yeah. And I was talking to him about the history on it. At one point in the first half, I thought I was watching a high school game, though. There was some really bad passing. Correct. It was... I, and I get that. They're both running teams. I get that. They're, they're, no, they're traditionally triple option teams. Correct. Yes. And, and I get that. I get the history. I'm yeah. not mocking that, and that's fine. The Army quarterback set a record this year for the most passing to, uh, yards by an Army quarterback yes. ever. 890 yards. Yep. Yes. That is impressive to yes. do, the, how low that is. Well, yeah, you, you think about the, the Army actually had a very good year mm-hmm. as an independent. They, were, uh, they won 10 games. Yep, 10 and 3. They were 10 and 3. They uh, took Oklahoma to overtime. Yes, they did. That didn't they probably should have won that game. That's actually. right. It, that didn't influence any uh, BCS no. uh, voter bullshit no. panel. Leave Condoleezza Rice alone. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So it was a very good year for Army and uh, Navy. Was it was very shaky because uh, you know they they had a rough year this season. They normally they're at a higher caliber, but it was a very off season. But despite being very off, well, not off, despite being less than average of what mm-hmm. they normally play. 
It was all right. Wasn't Navy in the really difficult AAC conference? Yeah, the they're, they're, with, they are in a conference now, yes, with AAC. Mm -hmm. The problem with the national champ, the last year's national champion, Central Houston, Florida. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Again, yeah. can't mm -hmm. make the playoffs though. Haven't right. lost a game in two years. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, I will say Navy's big issue was, and I've watched a couple other games this yeah. year. Is man, their quarterback's rough. He and I get yeah. that you're a running team because their running back is amazing. Yeah, I, it, but yeah. you got to be able to make passes, and their quarterback is not good. No. And uh, I think he did He did throw three passes in the first half. One of them was an interception. Yeah. The other two, he missed their targets by five yards. Yeah. But he did look good dropping back. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, both both sides' uniforms looked really cool. Their uniforms were cool. <laughs> so just want to say that, you know, yeah, like I said, I, I love watching the Army-Navy game. I'm happy that my son is definitely getting into yeah, it. Yeah, there too. you go. So. And that's, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. But the, only, the only team to throw... Least or just as much as those teams was Georgia Tech. Yeah, because uh, their head coach uh, <laughs> ran the uh, Navy uh, midshipman program for uh, about ten years or so. Former and then head coach. Former head coach, and now former Georgia Tech yeah, head he coach. Yeah, he retired. So he retired this week. Georgia Tech and their desperation, you know, say, hey, we need to try to do something different. Say, hey, you know, this triple option thing seems to work really well for the academy uh, players who aren't, you know, that that high caliber Division One. And um, so, yeah, that experience, that experiment uh, went and is now gone. It did happen, it, but it, it did happen. It wasn't awful. He, it, they were normally. It was okay. They were normally about eight, eight and thirteen or eight and five. Mm -hmm. They're average. Yeah, yeah. They're you know so. Uh, what else we got? Thank you for football talk, Scab Jeff. Aren't you happy you showed up for football talk this week? I I am. Okay. So does Air Force pass a lot and not run? Because they're the Air Force. Uh, they, they, actually do run, they actually do run a more pro-style offense. We don't talk yeah. about Air Force here. No, yeah. no, no. Hey, we don't talk about until, them. Until uh, the Dit Man's here. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But not here. Harumph. Uh, Harumph. All right. Uh, from Basada Geek, it says, uh, who's the most overrated comic book character? Hashtag left field. I'll agree with Jason. Wolverine? Oh, I thought you were going to say Superman. Superman's overrated, well, too? That's a given. I was going to say Wolverine. Spider-Man. You don't make me get it out. Uh, no, Spider-Man? Every time it goes off, I start salivating. Why <laughs> Spider-Man? Why do you think? I was never a fan of Spider-Man. From As a child, it just didn't... Sit well? Yeah, it just didn't... wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't mine, yeah. Pretty much somebody who gets four different titles uh, at the same time. Wolverine? Spider-Man? Superman? I think Deadpool's up there in the comic book world. I think he's vast, vastly overrated. Deadpool, it depends on the writer, to be honest. Or, eh, I'll give you that. He's, his is just so different, though, with him breaking the... The fourth wall is fine. I'll give you that. But they oversaturate the market. What do you think, Scap Jeff? Well, uh, Captain America, does he count? Get the fuck out. <laughs> he counts. Yes. Get <laughs> the fuck out. No, I agree. Because everybody's all Captain America, Captain America with the new movies coming out, and he yeah, doesn't a, seem that interesting sorry. a character. What about Colonel Britton, man? Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Oh. I like Colonel Britton, though. He's a fun <laughs> character. He tup, did, tup. He did it in the uh, the library with a candlestick. <laughs> he killed Wolverine. <laughs> That's right. G'day, chaps. Hey, we're on early.co.uk. G'day, governor. Hello, bigger. Hey, what else we got? My God. Cheeky con. Jinx. <laughs> uh, it's time for Dev. 
Political corner, <sighs> political corner. You're an ass. You're an elephant. Yay! Down the hall. Oh, why? Is he trying to make this part of listener feedback? Yes, he is. Well, Jason's letting him. All right, political corner with death. Yes, we just did the theme song. <laughs> A recent study shows that by 2100, we'll be dead. We'll all be dead. If no action is taken to stop and reverse climate change, is this scientific climate change or is this fake news climate change? Trump's really good at climate. Um, the U.S. economy could shrink by 10%. We are already seeing signs of this with poor barley harvest. I know. I've actually someone finally told me what's bad about climate change. Ooh, the barley harvests that's not can good. affect beer. That is that's hard. That's harsh. So yeah. finally, someone said something bad that climate well, change. We better might start bring fixing this problem then. I know. God, all right. Is this <laughs> what it takes to get? Republic tards to admit climate change is real. He Down said Republicans. Down the hall. Oh, he you're, said Republicans. Yes. You're I'm, the one. Sorry, that was my Heno. Uh, Heno owes me $100. Down uh, the hall. Most, most of the Republican Party is like 90, so they don't really care about 2100. But Down the I hall. don't care about 2100, and I'm not 90. Scab Jeff, do you care about this? I About climate change? Yes. <laughs> I feel I should go down the hall before I answer this. Yes, How's down the hall. Going? Well, it's wonderful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I what love will, what, being divorced. What's the best chance of me getting a uh, floppy? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jeff's answer in this. Down the hall. <laughs> all right. So um, you know, you know, they're they're those old Republicans are all one percenter. So you know, they're probably all rich and can buy afford air conditioning. So. Probably doesn't affect them at all. Only one percent can afford air conditioning. Uh, in the future, <laughs> in twenty one hundred, yeah. no, okay. because they're going to have a the corner. They're so going to have a corner on Freon. All right, so uh, and ice. Uh, in follow up, would you be willing to go completely uh, virgin or only eat uh, meat? Or eat, only eat lab-grown meat. Oh, wait, go completely vegan. Mm-hmm. Or only eat lab-grown meat if it were meant that it would reverse climate change. No. <laughs> no. I mean, what's the point of living if you can't eat meat? Correct. As, as soon as a tiger gives up eating meat, I will give up eating meat. But have you ever tried lab-grown meat? It's pretty good. I'm not against it. But uh, I'm just kidding. I've never tried lab-grown <laughs> meat. You haven't had KFC? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Scab Jeff's wrestling nickname. And now entering the ring, lab-grown meat. <laughs> ah! He's taking on the silly vegan, the vicious vegan. I like silly vegan better. Silly vegan. I don't know if I can eat meat if there's no methane involved in it. <laughs> All right. And uh, coming to the ring, Blake, the, ma- the methane man, Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His tag team partner, Dutch Oven. <laughs> Wait a minute, silly vegans, new tag team partners, Eight Pants Doug. Raw <laughs> me crush car. Here's your mail. <laughs> I'm going to deliver you a hurting. <laughs> oh. just, I'm sorry, I have no cash, and it's COD, <laughs> bitch. 
Is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> I have no idea. Does anybody use cash on delivery anymore? I don't uh, think QVC. that's a thing. No, no, QVC. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> Will you watch it? Yeah, but I don't buy anything. I just watch it. These are important questions. I love QVC. Well, maybe Doug can answer next week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so I completely miss... Oh, this is from Chris Richardson, yes. our famous Frenchie. Whoa, said, I'm Chris Richardson. <laughs> Dude, that sounds exactly like him. I am Chrissy. Says, yeah, so I completely misread that top five and thought it was sexist movies, not sexiest. It's been a long day. And also, English is your second language. That's right. <laughs> My actual top five. Number five, The Thomas Crown Affair, Remaki. Is that the Asian version? I think that's a remake. Oh. Four, Wild Things. Not good. Is that, by that, he means the uh, Sam Kinison video? No, I thought no, it was the, uh, <laughs> the, the movie based on that. That child that uh, yeah, 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 wild things are. Oh, okay. That was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Oh. I, I read this earlier and I honestly thought that that's what he meant. And then I can remember the uh, Denise Richards movie. Yes, yeah, now uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, was, what's her name? Dr. Christmas? Well, I can't remember. Christmas comes twice a year. Does twice a year. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's a different movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's still Denise Richards. <laughs> but it's still Denise Richards, yeah. Right. <laughs> Joe Machine gave me AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> gave me STDs. Uh, Spike Jones film is what I was looking for. <laughs> yes, number three. Did James Bond? He did Where the Wild Things Are oh. with Denise Richards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh. That was a different movie. <laughs> Sounds like a better version. That was the scariest monster I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh my god, look at all that plastic surgery. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Terry Weed. There's all wild things. Has what? she been on the show yet? No, she uh, refuses to talk to us. She blames you. <laughs> Number three? Number three. Uh, the Mask of Zorro slash Entrapment. Hobie, that shit. Those are both uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Entrapment just with her going under the lasers. Mm. Mm. Sure. Lasers. Where my lasers at? You know, it was her lady parts that gave her husband throat cancer. According he stopped to, saying that. According after, to him. You know, he said that once in public. <laughs> then I think she slapped him, and he shut up. Or maybe Ooh, it wasn't going to win a golden globe this year. Or maybe it wasn't her lady parts, but all the preceding lady parts. Some lady parts yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Why would he get throat cancer from lady parts? You have to read about it. <laughs> Two, Batman Returns. Ugh. That was sexy. Was that because the uh, Michelle, because Michelle Pfeiffer wearing leather? I don't know. Christopher oh, Walken oh, in that okay. overcoat. Oh, yeah. Danny oh, DeVito in that oh, tuxedo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or how about Danny DeVito in the union suit? How about just Danny <laughs> DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> and number one, Cruel Intentions. It's not that good, but it is a good, sexy one. Yeah. Ryan Felipe. Sarah Michelle. Uh, is that Sarah Michelle Geller? Geller. Uh, Ryan Felipe getting out of the swimming pool. It's uh, Sex Me yep. SMG. Don't need this closet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to last week's. What else we got? Oh, we know what this is. Nick Albright time. 
I don't. I don't do that. Remember. <laughs> I, I don't have the You're ability to talk. Apart. I don't have the ability to talk Sex, sexy. Sexy voice, Scab Jaff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think if you were talking to that judge oh, after he signed that yeah. divorce decree. I. <laughs> I didn't hear Is that what you said. Sex music. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was that? <laughs> that was a that was a text message coming through at the same time as sexy music. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jason will plays in the bedroom. <laughs> Jeez, OP. Okay, let's try let's try this again. Okay. <laughs> what the you're you're having me do it by myself now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So Jeff of Nazareth. I don't know what that means, but Jeff of Nazareth, in place of your current dick, would you rather have one horse-sized dick or 100 duck-sized dicks? Duck-sized dicks. I would rather just have one duck-sized dick. What's the purpose of 100 dicks? I just want one one dick the size of a duck. I'm fine with that. Turn record over. But that wasn't one of the options. But it's a would you rather? <laughs> you got to choose one or the other. But I mean, a horse-sized dick. I mean, a horse is what eight feet tall. Yes, you would That's need to huge. get bigger pants. We could call you tripod. <laughs> and then I don't want a hundred a hundred dicks of any size. What if you had them on both hands? These are your choices. <laughs> and, and horse defense, Jeff. They only outweigh you by about twelve pounds. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> but I don't want a dick the size of a horse. Don't worry, you got a duck one. It's okay. I don't have that. Anyways, move on. I would love to have a dick the size of a duck. <laughs> yeah, but yours does quack. Quack, quack. That still seems way too big. The size well, of a duck? Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> maybe a way small dog. Big. Duckling. I mean, a duckling maybe. I mean, not 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 like a goose. Those are big. I mean, we're just having a small little duck. Like I'm not sure friends. I've ever seen a duck where I would be happy if my dick was that size. <laughs> <laughs> we're not counting baby ducks. If you were into geese. <laughs> uh, next, we have a uh, public service anou- public service announcement from uh, Cousin Pam. Said, uh, regarding last week's discussion of food and sex. I, I don't remember this part. Did we have a discussion <laughs> yes. about food and sex? There was a lot of sex talk last oh. week. And Jason's talked a lot about uh, I was on the Nick Albright uh, question that oh. when Jason's like, rub peanut butter all over me, and everybody's kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a good example, because she says you really don't want to be rubbed down with peanut butter. It sticks in hair and doesn't come off the skin very well. Oh, now I know. But it's good for getting gum out of your hair. Wish you would have told me that last week. So you still call her Cousin Pam even when I'm not here? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I like her better. (laughs) (laughs) She's won a floppy. Well, she will this year. (laughs) She's favorite to win a floppy. (laughs) She's better at the Golden Globe. (laughs) After the bag of Pez bribe. Yeah, she got a whole bag of Pez here. I am up for Canadian of the Year right now. It does say eat before 1989, but that's okay. I think I'm willing to take a chance on it. Take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. Take a chance on me. Next, we have Kevin of 365 Flicks Podcast. 
He says, uh, since doing Red Dead Redemption online update, I can no longer play the story mode. Why? Is it like it literally won't let him, or he's no. too addicted? No, he won't let him. It erased his story mode. Has he, <laughs> has he wow. tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Is it plugged in? Have you restarted? <laughs> okay, that would blow chunks. Are you playing? Did you hit the button that says story mode or online mode? Yeah, you have to swap it, swap between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Did you uh, buy a pirated version because you live in a foreign country? Is it plugged in? Is it plugged in? That's a good one. So we need to get a gang together Wait, on Red Dead. Hold Red on. Is it NTSF or is it PAL? PayPal? NTSC. No, no NTSC or PAL. Scab Jeff, do you have Red Dead Redemption? Uh, no, I'm still on <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. As soon as I finish that, I'll do Red Dead oh, Redemption. Okay, well, the two of you that like that show, that game. Anyway, so Red Dead, we're going to do a ga- gang, right, Jeff? We're going to do a gang. Sonic Geek is now a friend with me on PlayStation. I... I they haven't been on in over a week since I requested him to be a friend, so we'll see if he took me up on oh, the offer. Oh, he requested me. Ha, ha, ha. I'm that popular. And then oh, yeah. he wrote, I'm sure you probably won't even respond to me. <laughs> but I did. I did. Yeah, you're right. I won't. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, Kevin is Cincy Explorer. Tom Hanks has been offered the role of Geppetto in the Pinocchio live-action film Discuss. Fuck this. Oh, uh, yeah. This movie. I, I never saw th- a live-action Pinocchio, and it wasn't good. I didn't think anything could get me to hate Tom Hanks. Now I do. I saw Polar Express. Oh! I saw Ooh. The Terminal. Oh! <laughs> well. All right, there you go. Checkmate. Three uh, strikes are out, Tom. That's We're right. done. From Scary Thoughts at Scary Thoughts 2. Uh, Canadian of the Year nominee. You know, that almost makes it sound as though that there's two Scary Thoughts. Maybe there is. Uh, can Vin Diesel starring in Bloodshot kickstart a Valiant universe? What do you think, Jeff? I don't think there's enough interest. I don't think Valiant is popular enough to. Is this get... Prince Valiant? No, no. Oh, there is a another comic book company named Valiant. Oh, that puts out things like Bloodshot. Uh huh. Amongst others, but uh, Harbingers, I think, was Valiant. Mm-hmm. I think Carpenter's the only one that I read. Yeah. Was that the space team-up? No. Okay, because they did a space team-up team team as well. Who did Spawn? Uh, Image. 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 But uh, somebody just recently bought, because I think Valiant ended up on Belly Up, and someone, I can't remember who it was, if it was Image or DC or I think one of them. Mm -hmm. That's actually DC that bought them. DC bought it? Yeah, because I think they're trying to bring them into their Mm -hmm. fold. Yeah, trying to, like, the Valiant universe is one of the other 52 mm-hmm. universes out there. I think that is correct. I think that sounds... Mm-hmm. Bloodshot could be interesting, but I don't think you have enough... Uh, There's just not enough fan base to start. knowledge yeah. on it. And Vin Diesel, I don't think, gets your gets people there as much as they think they, he does. What? He got Groot? me to watch Guardians of the Galaxy because he did the voice of Groot. No. Oh. No. And I'm let's Groot? wrap this up. I am Groot. I'm a fan of Vin Diesel. I like him, but I don't think it brings people yeah. to the yard. He's a great DM, from what I understand. His milkshake it's been doesn't a long bring time to the since I smelled beautiful. Do you think, <laughs> Scab Jeff, that yeah. Chronicles of Riddick was screwed out of an Oscar? I don't remember it well enough. <gasps> Judy Dench was in it. Mm. <laughs> she played me. Did she cry? Mm. No. <clears throat> she was mean. All right. So Valiant is no Source Point Press. No. No. Right. 
Uh, from Professor Number One and Doctor Number One, wrapping it up. Will Scab Jeff ever win a floppy? Not if I have anything to do about it. Nope. <laughs> I, I think I might vote for him this year. I did vote for him by accident. <laughs> I like to believe that once you've you've broken me down and crushed me until I get to that point where I don't think that it's ever possible that that's when I find. We're not the army. Copy. We're not the army. We don't build you back mm-hmm. up. I wasn't planning to get built back up. Oh, okay. Just like on my deathbed as I'm dying, here's your floppy. <sighs> the best you have to hope for. You didn't win it. I just wanted to hit A you A typical holy yeah. thing would be after you die, we give it to you. Yeah, the best you can hope for is posthumous. That's <laughs> In your coffin. You know, that, that is a, that's <laughs> posthumous a, second yeah, that's best a, zombie Titanic. That's, that's your death hallucination coming through. Is that Not a dildo in his coffin? <laughs> yes, it no, is. that's a floppy award. <laughs> it even says that there's a post-it. <laughs> we didn't get engraving. We just stuck a post-it. You try to engrave a dildo. It's not easy. <laughs> just saying that. Uh, we're going Can to we t- use that as the title of the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll get to riddle me this next week. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, this is on Twitter, because we can be seen at Bad Ideas Podcast. Follow us, please. Uh, from Doug, uh, this bear going to mention tonight, uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol was released on this day in 1992. Scab, what do you think about Muppet Christmas Carol? It does have Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Very good. I loved Muppet Christmas Carol. It was a little dark at the end. That feature ghost was always scary. It's, it's a little dark at the end. You mean the end of a Christmas Carol? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Somebody just want to watch the But it's happy at the end. God bless us, everyone. Yeah, but he doesn't have much longer. And you get a turkey, and you get a turkey, and you get a okay, turkey. he's not Oprah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so there you go. Also, uh, Princess and the Frog came out nine years ago. Doug, stop it. It's okay. You I don't actually, have to keep reading his tweets. Oh, I do. Because he's a number one fan. He, he gives us much love. Uh, but Christmas Carol is a good movie. Uh, News of the Geek. According to the rap, ziggity ziggity suck it. There's a Blue Beetle movie in development at Warner Brothers that will focus on the third incarnation of the DC Comics superhero, uh, Jamie Reyes. Hi, me. Scarface, I actually was going to say that, but I <laughs> thought you were going to say no. I would have said Jamie if you said hi, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scarface reboot scribe. There's a Scarface Ruby, reboot. Uh, Gareth Donut Alacar has reportedly been tapped to write the script while Zev Foreman is on board as executive producer for the studio. Is this real names? Nope. Okay, I think they're fake. Uh, let's see. Reyes was introduced back in 2006's Infinity Crisis. And Infinite so, Crisis. Whatever. And is the third character to take up the mantle of the Blue Beetle after Dan Garrett and Ted Gord. Cord. I like Cord. Ted Cord. Ted Cord's the one I know and like. Although he's arguably eclipsed by both in popularity. The Mexican-American teenager will become the first Latino superhero to headline his own movie in the DC Extended Universe. Uh, let me explain this to you. Uh, first off, he has to get the movie, and it has to be released before we get this, because I don't th- trust anything at DC right now. Uh, though there may be some purists that would pr- prefer to see Cord, there's, this is a smart move by Warner Brothers. Lana! The new teenage take on Spider-Man has been a huge success for Marvel, and the DC film universe... Uh, doesn't currently have a character that would appeal more to a slightly younger demographic on its roster. Static shock. I think, <laughs> yeah, okay. 
there are no other details on the Blue Beetle movie at present, but keep an eye on, uh, and they will be updating, hopefully. Yeah, we need a Blue Beetle for the young children. Isn't that a car? That's a car, right? Well, yeah, we need a Blue Beetle so the young children can get around. So it's like a Herman the Lampbug? But it's blue. Oh, I like it. I like it. Scam, what do you think? You're a writer. Can you write this? Yes. <laughs> I like this guy's bigger. Bring him in. Bring him in. What's your plot? Can you be Hispanic? Yes. Ooh. I like it. I think he got it. I think he did. I like it. Where's my other water brothers? Where's Blicky? <laughs> ah, screw him. <laughs> Throw him in the showers. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Good news of the week. <laughs> I was reading real news. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fake news. Oh, sorry. Per the New York Times, this was a good one because we make fun of Tyler Perry a lot. And de- deservedly, deservedly so. so. <laughs> I'm, uh, what's his, her Madea. name? Medea. Medea. Oh, jeez. Put a cap in your ass. Yeah. How did you die? When Walmart shoppers visit the local stores this week, some walked out with a holiday surprise. Last week, the actor and producer Tyler Perry, eh, not much of an actor, uh, announced on Instagram <laughs> that he would pay off Leo. <laughs> this is a backhanded compliment. <laughs> that he would pay off Leo accounts. That was a compliment? <laughs> in two stores in the Atlanta region, totaling $432,635. dollars that's just out of two stores. Yeah. Damn you, Walmart. You got you make way too much money. That's just Walmart layaway in two stores. Yes. It's just one person, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't realize he had to pay it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just get this on Christmas Eve, right? <laughs> Maybe he was betting on Tyler Perry to pay it off. I will pay $432,000 and hope someone pays it. Because days earlier, Gail Benson, billionaire philanthropist, a bit. And owner of the New Orleans Saints donated $93,502 to pay off accounts to 408 customers. Uh, Lamia Jenkins, a spokeswoman for Walmart, confirmed Mr. Perry's donation and said it covered 1,487 customers. In Instagram, Mr. Perry said the offer would apply to items placed on layaway before 9.30 a.m. Thursday. I was trying to do this anonymously, but oh well, he wrote. You don't do it anonymously if you put it on Instagram. Well, it was so, already out. Yeah. Somebody else put it out there. Uh, Walmart had actually only $12 on layaway until he put that out he there. He said he was going to do it, and somebody heard about it and, and bought a half a million dollars <laughs> worth. Apparently it's taken off because there's a lot of other celebrities that have been doing the same thing. Kid Rock thing. did $81,000. Yeah, exactly. Can we do it somewhere other than Walmart, though? <laughs> Kmart was the other option. <laughs> You know, you know what this makes me want to do? I wrote this down, note to self. As soon as I'm done <laughs> mm-hmm. putting up a GoFundMe campaign for my house that I don't have in California. Yes. But if I did have a house in California, mm-hmm. it'd be burned down. Yes. So therefore, I need money to rebuild it because I didn't have insurance on it. Yeah. After I'm done with that, I'm going to go and do a lot of layaway accounts at Walmarts across the U.S. Never pay them. Just Never pay them. Just them. open them up. That's I, right. I think you got to put money down when you put them on layaway. One dollar. I think it's 10%. Yeah, I think it's 10%. Uh, Mrs. Benson declined through a uh, spokesperson to be interviewed. Hers, along with Mr. Perry's, is one of a number of charitable gifts. Your mark for layaway pushes out. Charitable. Did you say terrible? No, charitable. 
In Longmount, Colorado. He said something that was close to charitable, and if he did, begin with cha. So it was going to say. I thought it was uh, <laughs> terrible. In Longmount, yeah, that's what she said. Last month, a anonymous donor donor gave forty five thousand to pay for layaway items, according to a local news report. In Philadelphia, a person covered about twenty nine thousand dollars in unpaid bills. Unfortunately, the people that didn't get uh, their layaways paid for in Philadelphia threw batteries at the people that did. So it was not a good day. Uh, Mrs. Williams said she got a call on November 29th saying that Mrs. Benson wanted to cover the cost of customers' layaway accounts. And last week, a check was delivered and shoppers were informed their debts were forgiven. Good for them. I like those, those stories. Okay, I'm guys, I I'm not, I was the person in Longmount, Colorado. You're welcome. That had $45,000 in layaway? No, that actually paid off that. Oh, okay. You're welcome, everybody. I just felt it was the right thing to do. Scab Jeff donated five dollars, so that was good job. <laughs> yeah, that's but all that's all the money I made from my zombie. But what Jim, <laughs> sorry, but what Jim isn't saying, he used those credit cards he uh, lifted from. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got all the information off his credit cards, <laughs> and, I, and I racked up seven hundred and forty-five thousand dollars worth actually, of sales. Scab Jeff, you actually did a great job. You did rack up twenty thousand dollars. You did pay twenty thousand of it. Good job, Jim. <laughs> uh, let's see, quickies. <laughs> Lee Smith and Harold Baines made the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. I don't care. Harold Baines deserved it. No, he didn't. Lee Smith no. deserved it. Lee Smith, I can see it. Harold Baines is a lifetime 289 hitter who played most of his career at DH. And he gets in before, oh, let's say, uh, the person who the DH of the... Uh, DH of the Year Award is named, named after. after. Edgar Martinez. Yes. I agree. Uh, well, he, he gets in before him because he retired before him, and this was done by the veteran, veterans or, committee, yeah, whatever, whatever they call it. But, but, but Martinez deserves it. Oh, Edgar definitely does. deserves Edgar does. it. But uh, Harold Baines, uh, he was on what when he was on the ballot. He was only on for five years, and the most he ever received in votes is like six percent. Yeah. Let me ask you this: uh, for Baseball Hall of Fame, the uh, alumni board or whatever mm-hmm. it is, do they still do Lee Smith and Harold Baines still do speeches the same time as the players? The re- the regular Hall of Fame. Everybody speeches? goes in, I think, yes. at yeah. the same yes. time. Yes, okay. they do. I was just wondering. I didn't know if, that hey, was if they're still alive. Because I remember when like uh, Bid McPhee was elected for the Reds, he didn't give a speech. Because he was dead. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> he played in the 1800s. Yeah. So <laughs> this isn't uh, weekend at Bernie's. What do you think about it? That would have been cool. <laughs> Big he, McPhee at Bernie's. Good news is though he did get a floppy before Scab Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, Scab. Uh, finally, according to Entertainment Weekly, Disney is currently developing a Sister Act three. For its I thought they already did that. I guess not. For its upcoming streaming service, Daily on the View. There's the hall. <laughs> There's no word whether Whoopi Goldberg will be returning. Please no. Plot details are being kept under wraps, but Sister Act Three will reportedly be going in a different direction from the originals, being looked at as a brand new redemption. <laughs> redemption <laughs> of Sister Act. Redemption. Rendition. Rendition. <laughs> or redemption. Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Oh, beautiful! Yeah, that. That's, so is Lauren Hill coming back? That's that's his speech impediment, folks. <laughs> or his brain impediment. What well, let's do? get some outside <laughs> the long box here. What do we got? <laughs> let's get some promos going.
If you like listening to this podcast, then I guarantee you're going to love Thinking Outside the Long Box and our scintillating interviews with pop culture celebrities. I have a responsibility, not just to my son, but to everyone I meet, to let you see this is what you can do. This is what you can have. Look at how different I am. My God, look at all these people here. Can I be more different? Jesus Christ. But it doesn't stop me, so why should it stop you? Our discussions on the classics of pop culture literature and movies. This version of Night of the Living Dead, I regard personally as my favorite movie of all time. Oh, really? I can trace it back to that movie for my love for for movies and, and, and entertainment. And of course, our intelligent discussion on all things pop culture. Reading, passively reading the comic book. That's good. Here, I'll put it close to the mic. Oh, listen to me flip the pages passively. Yes. And then, so this is aggressive comic book reading. Oh, man, yes! It's so good! It's like that. Wow. Well, maybe not so intelligent. To listen to us, search for Thinking Outside the Long Box at iTunes or Stitcher or find us at www.totlb.com. Now back to your super interesting show. Jeff, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd, 2019? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Scam Jeff, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd? I think I might show up, too. I usually do. Blake? Never mind. I'm washing my hair. Okay. Uh, Jim, what Watching are you doing it? September 20th through the 22nd? I'll be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yep, Duke Energy Convention Center. Uh, unless you have a ticket to Iceland, come on down. Uh, they'll be announcing people and tickets probably in the next month or so. Uh, but yes, uh, CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, it's a great time in Cincinnati, Ohio. We have uh, such guests as... Um, we, we don't know yet. Hobie. Hobie. Hobie, Hobie, Hobie will be there. We know Hobie will be there, and I think the Children's Theater might come back. They will be. They yes. will be. Uh, maybe Besotic Geek. Uh, but I can't promise that. No. But anyways, yes, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 20th through the 22nd. Come down and play trivia with Hobie. We got better prizes no uh, Icelanders or what are those called? Skylanders? Whatever. Uh, so September 20th. Landlanders? Yeah. September 20th through the 22nd. Wow. It's time to grab your balls of fury. It's plot lines with Jeff and Jason. Plan with Blake and Jim and Scam Jeff. Yeah. Yay. That was seamless. <laughs> <laughs> plot lines. What's plot lines, Jeff? Uh, someone gives us a movie, and the year said movie was uh, released, mm-hmm. and we try to come up with what the movie would be about, a yes. plot of said title. We can all work together. Or we can go out on our own. Yes. I think this one sounds easy. Holy Motors from 2012 has a 91% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Scam, what do you got? It's got to be a biker gang who kicks ass for the Lord. I like that. That's better than what I thought. Nuns. (laughs) Nuns that kick ass for the Lord. Yes. On bikes? Yeah, instead of uh, wearing habits, they actually have... uh, 
Helmets? Jackets. Ooh. Yeah, leather jackets. With Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah, yeah, put a star in it. Oh, yeah, who would star? And Vin Diesel, of course. <laughs> I'm That's going... right. Vin, Vin Diesel plays an undercover uh, nun. <laughs> I'm going Paul Walker. See, oh, and Paul Walker. Ooh. See, I was thinking it was going to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And... Although the holy doesn't really make sense, but I was thinking it was going to be cars come to life, kind of like a terrible version of Maximum Overdrive. So Maximum Maximum Overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jim. Or Christine. Jim, what do you think it is? I really like Scam Jeff's idea. That is phenomenal, and I am going to go like it's going to be like nuns, but there's going to be a priest. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be like uh, a pedophile? No, oh. no, not all priests are pedophiles. Sorry. Just ones that touch you. Ninety <laughs> percent. And it's going to be played by Ron Perlman. Oh, Ooh. I like that one. And he's going to be kind of like the uh, kind of like Charlie. And okay. then the nuns are going to be like the angels. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say it's nuns, motorcycle guy. I like that. I like that. Did you think it was nuns, motorcycle guy? No, just I'm thinking more like Danny Trejo. Or okay. The, um. Are they killing people saying they're doing it for the Lord, or... Well, Machete is. You know what? Maybe it's a priest. I like his idea of a priest running the organization. They go after people like do child slavery. I'm thinking it's in Texas. Like, lower... like Crosses the border between Mexico yeah, and Texas. Yeah, I can like see that. Vigilantes. Yeah. I, I agree. Okay, and who... You said you said Danny Trejo is your pick? Yeah, I like Ron Perlman. I like Ron Perlman. That's a good one. I'm going uh, Crispin Glover. Going I'm going Julia Stiles. Does she mm. dance? Sure, why not? Blake, who are you going with? Uh, I'm actually thinking that this is uh, like a sequel to Christine, except it was written by, what's his name from Growing Pains? Kirk Cameron? Kirk Cameron. And instead, instead of the car, yeah, it'll be Kirk Cameron. And instead of the car going around killing people, they do good deeds. The car does good oh. deeds for people. It helps ladies across the street. And get their groceries. The Pope Mobile comes to life. Holy motors. Okay. <laughs> what is it actually about, Jason? Over the course of a single day, Monsieur Oscar Oh, it's French. Monsieur. Travels by Monsieur. limousine around Paris to a series of nine appointments in quotations. Transforming into new characters or incarnations at each stop. Melding monster movie, film noir. Romantic drama, musical, crime thriller, anime... What the hell? It's all of them. Yeah. Into a fever dream of, be- of becoming unraveling and starting all over again. That oh, is becoming a what? <laughs> yeah, if any of us has, had gotten Becomes this, unraveling. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Driven around Paris by a loyal driver, a mysterious man dresses up in costumes and plays a number of strange semi-scripted roles. Is I it, still don't know what this movie's about. Is it... Is it uh, uh, Real? Yeah, I don't think it's scripted. Because you said semi-scripted or something? Ooh, yeah. So so it's kind of like a Borat type thing? Yeah, he stars, knows what he's doing, and he's going to go out and kind of see what other people's reactions are to it. It stars Leos Carrix, Denise Levant, Kylie uh, Minogue. Kylie Minogue? Kylie Minogue? Yeah. What? Eva Menendez, hey. Edith Scope, and Mike, uh, Mikel Piccolo. Oh, Mikel Piccolo. Oh, and Mikel Leal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Oscar, a man like an actor who inhabits several roles, but there are no apparent cameras filming the man's performances. I have no idea what this is. So, um... It's French. You never really know (laughs) a lot. As a French film, I thought you would have nailed this one, Jeff. (laughs) Now, did uh, someone suggest this one 
Foremost. How many? How many? No, I just put weird movies into a Google. And <laughs> <laughs> how many mistresses are in this movie? I don't know, but the one scene is finds Oscar as a father picking up his daughter from a party in an old red car. The two argue when the daughter reveals that she had spent the party crying in the bathroom instead of socializing. Well, that's every ba- uh, every uh, birthday party I've been to. Oscar masquerades as an old woman beggar in the street. In the next scene, he wears a motion capture suit and performs an action sequence and simulated sex with an actress on a soundstage while being directed by an unseen man. Julia Stiles? Yes. Yes! <laughs> I got one right! In, in an interlude, he performs a short musical piece on an accordion. Okay, people, please help us. Uh, send us good movies to uh, do plot. Oh, that was going to be good, just yeah, movies just with plots. a plot. Okay, movies with you, a plot. You, wanted, you, you picked the one plotless movie you could find. <laughs> and it's French. Wasn't there like a uh, great, he morphs into a grade school teacher and has sex with Macron? Uh, yes, that's the uh, role that Michael Leal directed. Uh, yes, so uh, please send us plots of movies. Or just send us the movie that had plots. Uh, yes, because But the movie has to have a plot. Yes. That's the one stipulation. And uh, we can't see it before. And uh, please don't make this go into boardroom. Jeff, two box office news, please. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, and the box office news and world report. We've got per 411 Mania, Robin Hood is still a bomb. <laughs> but... It only dropped 25% this weekend. Yeah. 25% of almost nothing is... (laughs) Something. There's a tiny bit of good news around the enormous dark cloud. The action film brought in 3.6 million, but it's far too late. It currently sits at 27.3 after three weekends and 65.8 million worldwide. Against its $90 million budget. Most of that's probably not in hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a... And that doesn't include all the uh, advertising and uh, publicity for the movie. Um, I do think it's funny that Nerdly.co, that UK, uh, I don't think anyone has done a review for Robin Hood, but Aquaman and Spider-Man into the uh, verse or whatever it is, yeah. Uh, is already up for review. So everybody decided to see those first. <laughs> and Aquaman doesn't come out here for another two weeks. Um, I don't think the top five switched from last week, has it? Uh, no. Uh, real quick. One, Ralph Breaks the Internet, another $16 million, a total of 141 The Grinch, $15 million, total of 223 Stop it. Creed II, $10.5 total of $96.5 Fantastic Breasts, The Crimes of Griswold. I'm sorry, Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> the Crimes of Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> Made $7 million. <laughs> Chevy Chase. <laughs> it's autobiography. And Bohemian Rhapsody made $6 million, a total of one seventy-four. Beverly D'Angelo in there? Sure, Fantastic why not? Fantastic Breasts? Yes. <laughs> the Crimes of Griswold. I heard the Hells were alive with the sound of Griswold. <laughs> Uh, upcoming, opening December 14th of 2018, we have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales comes across the long-dead Peter Parker. This Peter Parker is not from his world, though. He's from somewhere else in the multiverse. With Parker's guidance, Miles will become Spider-Man, and through that, he'll become part of the ever-expanding Spider-Verse. It looks fun. It, it does. does. I, the uh, previews and everything, I think I'm interested in seeing it. 
My, my son uh, really is looking forward to this one. He's looking forward to Aquaman, too. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to both of those. Mm-hmm. Although I probably won't see Spider-Man until it comes out on video or, or HBO or something. We've had a rough couple weeks, so I think it might be taking my son to see it. Um, and it, like I say, it looks fun. It looks, And I like Spider-Gwen in it and how they bring some of the Spider-Ham. and Spider-Ham, that huh, looks good. Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. It's Spider Ham. Yeah, Spider Pig was in the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, Wait, an, I like animals, that better. Do animals talk in your, <laughs> in your universe? My no. son was quoting that, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Did you see the trailer that I saw?" I was like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> are you interested in that? Not it, really. It's going to win best animated feature. I don't think it will, but it could. <laughs> it's nominated. Is your yes. son interested in it? No. Really? Is he no. interested in Aquaman? No. Really? Is he wow. interested in uh, the Avengers uh, uh, Endgame? He's seen all of them up to this point. He hasn't mentioned anything about Endgame. Is he still heartbroken after Avengers Infinity War? He's still looking for Captain America in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is he interested in Holy Motors? <laughs> Is he interested in boobs yet? I like my version of Holy Motors better. Yes. Has he found porn in the woods? <laughs> He's about that age. I've been I've been burying it, all, hiding it all around your neighborhood. We have, a, we have a new app called Tree. Uh, you just put the porn in it. Nobody can see it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> we also have a new add-on. Every time you turn the page, it just makes a crank point sound. <laughs> <laughs> Also coming out uh, December 14th, The Mule. A 90-year-old horticulturist and WW2 veteran is caught transporting three million worth of cocaine through Michigan for a Mexican drug cartel. I thought you were going to say WWE. <laughs> WWE. I was wondering what you were laughing at. Randy Orton. W2. <laughs> it says WW2. Liam Neeson plays a 90-year-old in it? Well, that's more believable than Nathan Fillion as a 40-year-old, so I'm okay with that. Well, actually, this is Eastwood, isn't it? Yes, Clint Eastwood. Oh, well, that's yeah. right. This is Clint Eastwood and Bradley Cooper. That's right. Bradley Cooper plays a 90-year-old? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Does he have an orangutan called Clyde? I hope. We need no, another. Sally Fields in it. We need another Any Which Way movie. Yeah, where is that? I don't I'm know. Sure remake it. Sure, I'd watch it. With uh, Bradley Cooper? No, cartoon version first. Oh, good call. Uh, also coming out, Mortal Engines. Okay, time out. Before this we... looks so weird. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Before Jim reads the script with the plot, I still don't know what this movie is. My understanding is it's about cities. They put them on wheels and they go attack other cities. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it based on a book? Yes, or... it's based yeah. off of a very popular book series. You wrote okay. that book. Did you not read it? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't <laughs> aware of the book series. Written under the influence. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. Drugs a mysterious bad. young woman, Hester Shaw, emerges as the only one who can stop a giant predator city on wheels devouring everything <laughs> in its path. Feral and fiercely driven by her memory of her mother, Hester joins forces with Tom Natsworthy, an outcast from London, along with Anna Fang, a dangerous outlaw with a bounty on her head. This is like getting... People are like dying to see this, like the people that love the book series. I'm like... This sounds like the most horrible film ever. It, sound, it looks it looks like a bad skit from Time Bandits that yes. they cut out. <laughs> I, I think these special effects look 
fantastic. Yeah. Really? Yes. This, this was on my list at the beginning of the year of movies I was most looking forward to this year. Yeah. I do remember you talking Is about it. Is it still? I'm not saying it looks bad. I'm saying yeah, it I'm, looks I'm, weird. I'm not sure. The water city looks bad. Is, I mean, the, is the reveal at the end the lady is insane and this is all in her head? I hope to God not. That would be awesome. <laughs> It is. The reveal is yeah. they were dead the whole time. Yeah. How do you stop the city? Stop sign? Stop lights? <laughs> that that one uh, <laughs> switch that says, do not turn off. Oh, do not turn off? Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> and fucking it's island. Like, why do you have a... Sh- the island. The why do you have a switch to turn it off if you don't want anyone to turn it off? That, uh, the movie The Island was six hours long, and all it ended was, don't turn the switch. Click. Movie over. What? You we went six hours. Okay, it wasn't six hours. It It felt like it. Felt like six. It felt like six hours. (laughs) That's how you end a plot, a book, a movie. (laughs) Scab Jeff has better endings. Molly Brown was getting eaten. I watched that anytime. (laughs) I'm Molly Brown. Oh my god. Eaten or eating? Eat. (laughs) (laughs) A little from column A. (laughs) Hold on, I'm eating this cupcake. Oh, this brownie is so good. But I can't stop eating the brownie. No, oh, there goes my hand. Oh, look, brains. <laughs> Teen Danger Squad or whatever that is. Teen Girl Squad? Teen Girl Squad. Well, that's the way you started doing the uh, no, that impersonation. Was Molly Brown. That was Molly Brown. Yeah, same difference. I'm unsinkable Molly Brown, I do declare. Can I be in your audio? The book? ugly one. <laughs> okay, on Mortal Engines. And it, it is written by, screenplay written by Peter Jackson. So six hours long. Did he direct yes. it too? Or? No. Oh, okay. I knew. Yeah, I knew he was involved. It's going to end with a produced t- it. It's going to end with a to be continued, and there's going to be six more of these. And Robin is going to sing a song. Oh, and he won't know how to end it. Just keep moving on and on and on. And we have no Hollywood Stock Exchange to discuss this week. Uh, the possession of Hannah Gray, I think. Grace. Was the, Grace was the only one that came out this week. Yeah, and last week. Last, last week. Oh, well, nothing no, Nothing. Nothing major. Fox came out. Vox Lux. Yeah, Vox Lux was... Yeah, but... Yeah. yeah. yeah fuck those. I'm up to, like, fifth place in the... HSX? Good job. Did you buy a lot of Mowgli? No, I just bought All Lady Gaga and Steve Carell. It's a good call. What do you think about his new uh, movie coming out, Steve Carell, with the miniatures? Marwin? Yeah. It, it looks interesting. I think that part is interesting. I'm hoping the courtroom drama is not cliched and really cheesy. That's my biggest concern. It will be. Yeah. He, sh- he should win an Oscar because he's not going full retard. <laughs> Down the hall. <laughs> he should win an Oscar because he cries? Yeah. Hey, that he, that he was from well Tropic beautiful, Thunder, people. Beautiful boy, he cried. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. But again, it's not Boy Erased. (laughs) Did you see Boy Erased? I didn't. Do you want Yeah, I do. I do, too. I feel like I'm just going to get angry at that movie because of the stupid people in it. Is it better than Boyhood? Uh, Boy Erased? Whichever one you saw. Uh, The one I saw was much better than Boyhood. Yeah, but she won an Oscar. Flaming dog crap. The female won an Oscar. She was who was that? Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. She was was so bad in that movie. You know, okay, so like usually you don't really notice if an actor is bad because they do a good enough job at that level that you could that they can get away with it. Like you notice when they're really good, but otherwise they just get away. Patricia Arquette was really bad in that movie. And apparently, twelve years of bad, huh? Did she get any better as the movie went along? No. She actually got worse. Yes, she, <laughs> she got did. worse. <laughs> and here's the problem. I like that movie. And I watched, my wife and I watched it after you told me that. 
And the whole time I kept going, oh my god, you fuck you, scam You screwed this movie up because I keep watching her. And she's just like, she is really bad. Her crying? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it wasn't even ugly cry. It was just bad cry. So, that's your our take on boyhood. Spoilers. <laughs> this week was supposed to be done last week but we're doing it this week top five fictional bartenders scab jeff did you have any problems with this one yeah kind of okay i i i i would the way that i my process was more looking for movies that i liked and then if they had a good bartender in them i tend you to you could do tv them. shows too yeah okay or, or books or, or songs book. or comic books or uh graphic novels or the voices in Video your head games. when you're drinking. Uh, and number one, fi- uh, non-fictional bartender is obviously Power Bottom. So congratulations. Thank to you. I'm glad I won that vote. I do like you as a bartender. Very nice. Very nice. I can open a beer. How was, how was your beer tonight? It was very good. Was it professionally opened? It was. Okay. 11% alcohol. Thanks for spoiling my number five. Jim's not fictional. You're a real bartender? I try. Oh. Municipal uh, Brewery has the second best bartender. Uh, he's, our, he's a good friend. He is. Number five! We got you. I thought you were just pretending you are giving me beer and food. <laughs> My number five is Ted Danson from the, the Good Place. Ah! Yes? Sneaky! He, he, he briefly plays a bartender, and I really like The Good Place. It got renewed for another season. It should. It should. That's why I keep her. It's up for Golden Globes. Yep. It's not going to win. It's like the only show on the only network, network show. show that's up for Golden Globes. Like, even This Is Us didn't get a single nomination. So I'm shocked that NBC didn't cancel it. <laughs> it's what a good toupee can do for you. That's right. Uh, number five, Blake, what's yours? You spoil it. It was Jim now. Jim! Yes! Congratulations, Now I just need some floppy votes. Sorry. Oh, you'll get them both, Scab. Uh, Jim, what's your number five? I'll go, uh, what's it, Wooer from Star Wars or Wooer? The Cantina? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, we don't serve your kind! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that one? Uh, Jeff? Uh, I tried to do mine in from different categories. Of course you did. So mm-hmm. my number five bartender is from the world of video games. Mm-hmm. And Tapper? that's Tapper. Oh, I did think about that. I one. was going to use Tapper from movies. Yeah, I bought from video games. Yep. Yep. And Wreck It mm. Ralph, too. Oh, Who, he's in that one? Yeah. Who's Tapper? I... The video game Tapper, where you serve beer yeah. and you throw them down. Oh, is this from like the Atari age? Yes. Good Burger age. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Yeah, take your order. <laughs> like a strawberry jacuzzi shake? No, this was before Good Burger. <laughs> you mean Burger Time? Yeah, burger, burger Time. Burger time. <laughs> I'm going to say Food Fight. I'm like, no, that was a different game. <laughs> uh, top five for me. Uh, number five, Women of Coyote Ugly. They would be higher, but they spill a lot of alcohol and liquor, and that's not good. That's costly. That is very costly. That's bad business. But, bad, bad business. But it's they're in for the show and bringing people in who are, they make enough money that they can afford it. I agree, but it's still bad, bad service. So right. they were an honorable mention for me. Okay. But they're bringing people in, so they're always busy. So you can, you, as a bartender, I would think that you would be. You you afford a little bit of. Uh, uh, it's it's like a loss leader. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I I bet you, you they were always behind on drinks. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. The service was probably yeah, not the so highest. Oh, yeah, probably not standing on the, on the Because bar people singing. don't go to that bar for a drink. They go to the bar for a show. I would. I'd want my beer. You wouldn't go to that bar, then. Well, obviously. They're losing <laughs> my money. But they're getting a bunch of other people's money. Stupid people's money. Fictional. No, actually, it's based on a real no. bar. Moving on. Number four is uh, Holland Gustav from Northern Exposure. I... But, that that's not his name. You, that, that's his middle name. You didn't even read his last, last name, name when you looked at the. What is this? <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> Gustav. Gustav's his middle name. name. Vincor uh, is his uh, last uh, name. Harlan uh, Vincor. So, uh, so who did who did actual research? Hmm. <laughs> who plays him? Uh, it's the old guy. I know. I never remember that guy's name. Isn't it Hal Holbrook? No, 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 no. No. no, it's not no. He no. was in Northern Exposure yeah. for a little bit. What do you Hal Holbrook him? plays Mark Twain. No, Northern Exposure I actually used to watch all the time with my dad growing up, and I really loved the show. And I like. And as when I was looking at people on there, I was like, he was awesome because yeah. he was just the local. Everybody went there. Well, he was like the mayor. Yeah. Was he the mayor? De facto mayor. Was he? Like. He's the one who ran the town because he was the old guy. And, and I, he had the hot young wife. Yeah, yep. he did have that. But uh, it was everybody went there. They kind of bullshitted there. He was the nice guy. He didn't cause any problems. Um, so, yeah, I went with him. Sometimes he caused problems. What's your number four, Jeff? Are you remembering this oh. show correctly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that was Picket Fences. Uh, uh, number four. Let's see. Uh, my number four is from the world of song. Mm-hmm. I picked John from Piano Man. I was wondering if that was going to be on yours. Because John at the bar is a friend of mine, and he gets me my drinks for free. Wow. Play me another one. He's quick with a joke, or he'll light up your smoke, but there's some place that he'd rather be. Where would he rather be? He said, Bill, I believe this is killing me, as the smile ran away from his face. Ran away? Something like that. Went away? (laughs) Whatever it is. I'm sure that I could be a movie star. Oh, you don't even do the research. What about this? What about this asshole? He didn't even get the song right. Oh, John Callum was the actor who played Holland Vincor. Ah, see, I never remember that name. Who played Holland uh, Gustav? Nobody. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but jo- John is my number four. You didn't do research. What's your number four, Jim? My number four is from one of my favorite shows that no one ever watched. I'm from Sci-Fi Network, Eureka. Herb? Oh. Vincent. He uh, runs the restaurant, but also serves as a bar and everything. It pretty much they have technology. He can make anything in his kitchen, so you can ask for anything you want: drink, food, and he can get it for you. I did enjoy Eureka when it was on. <laughs> it was a sci-fi channel. Yes. Uh, Blake, number four. Mine also uh, coincidentally comes from the world of song. Uh-huh. It is uh, Henry, bartending friend of Liz Fair from Polyester Bride. Okay. That was my number I, one. I don't know the songs. So I'm that sorry. was my number one. No, it wasn't. I would be impressed if it were. It is now. Scab, there what's you your go. number four? Please bring us back. Uh, the bartender guy from It's a Wonderful Life, who Ugh. on one half here, when when What's-His-Face is alive, he's a good guy, mm-hmm. and then he's a bad guy. Kind of interesting. And if he wasn't alive, he'd be a bad guy? Well, yes, maybe I'm yes, waiting for him to die. God, that movie is horrible. Oh, it's a wonderful life. It's no, it isn't. It's heartwarming. It's a wonderful life, but it's a horrible film. No, it's really not. What's your number three? Oh, i got to do that to her. Um, uh, Doc from Boondock Saints. 
Ah, okay. the, the guy who had the stutter and always had the terrible, mm-hmm. yep. the terrible, uh, what are the uh, people in <clears throat> glass houses shouldn't? Yes, <laughs> sayings. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but but he'd mess them all up and. Good one. I like that one. Very good. Uh, Blake, number three. I have a shitload of people tied for my number three. Okay. Uh oh. But they're in two groups. Okay. I got uh, Hawkeye, Pierce, and Honeycutt from Mash. Mm-hmm. Because you know they made their own martinis and stuff. Yep. In the tent. And then the other group is uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They All Dennis, Dennis, D, and Charlie. I was thinking about that. It was honorable mention. Yeah, I said Mac. Oh. You, said, you said Dennis D and Charlie. I said Mac, Dennis oh. D and Charlie. I didn't hear you. They were just yeah. not good bartenders, though. No, I didn't say anything about good bartenders. Yeah, good you bartenders. Said favorite bartenders. Yeah, I didn't say anything about their performance or anything. This is fictional. My favorite fictional. Who had the toe knife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's still disgusting. No. <laughs> Best when they're playing the Family Feud type game. Toe knife. What? What toe knife? <laughs> uh, Jim, what's number three? My number three is Gary. From Cheers. Oh, you in real life? Yes. Okay. Gary's uh, old time old time tavern because mm-hmm. he's a winner. <laughs> well, that's not you. No, Unlike not. those losers at Cheers. Jeff, what's number three? My number three is uh, from film. Mm-hmm. My film bartender. I decided to take uh, Weasel from Deadpool. Oh. Okay. Even if it is T.J. Miller, he was funny in the first movie. Yeah, was he, he in the second one? Yeah, he was. Okay. But he wasn't as funny in the second one. Gotcha. Uh, number three for me is Mo from The Simpsons. Mo uh, must does, kill. I kept Mo. again. I went away from people who every, it's on everybody's yeah. list. So I, I didn't. Must I didn't kill. go with Mo. I didn't go Mo. with che- most of the Cheers guys are always sunny. But Mo I, is just a lovable loser. I like what's tried. Mo's last name? Slyzak. Close. Sizlak. Sizlak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, and he had the flaming Mo's. Can't go wrong with the flaming Mo. Yep. It, it's the flaming Homer. And the best, my favorite scene ever with Mo in The Simpsons is when he's uh, committing uh, suicide. No, no, no. <laughs> when he's trying to bring in the endangered species, the, the panda. <laughs> the panda and he's trying to smuggle them in. Uh, number two for me is Woody from Cheers. Woody Boyd. Uh, I really liked him. Um, I'll get to the other ones later, but uh, Who, who'd ever thought that after that it would springboard into such a great movie career? Like me, I thought like 2012. Yeah, um, 2012 was he in that? Yeah, he was the psycho guy in the <sighs> hills. Yeah. Uh, so what's he your number the, two, Jeff? Oh, yeah, the Doomsday Radio yeah. ham radio guy. Right? Yep. Um, number two is from the the, the world of literature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a book series I'm currently reading that Jim let me borrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm picking uh, Kavoth from the uh, Patrick Rothfuss and the Name of the Wind uh, series. He's uh, telling his story about when he was a you know adventurer and all that other shit. But he's currently the uh, bartender, barman running the inn. Okay. Telling the story in flashback. Did you get those books at the expo? No, no. Different Pat- ones. If Patrick Rothfuss was at the expo, it would be a lot more crowded. Okay. Uh, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two is Billy Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Uh, you he, do love Friday Night Lights. It's an awesome show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he Again, he has about every job possible, and he's bad at almost all of them. But they make a ton of money when they set up a bar and have run a big party uh, before one of the football games, because he gets all these strippers to be the bar, the uh, ser- the, ho- the servers, and mm-hmm. so Billy Riggins. Uh, number two, Blake. I had to go with uh, Isaac Washington from Houseboat. Oh! 
That's my number one. I'm changing had... my number one. That's my number one. Oh. I remember watching that with my grandparents, and he was always a friendly, happy guy. And he always had the best advice. Yes. That's right. I loved Isaac. Changing Isaac was one. awesome. Oh, change my number one. All right, so mark it up on the boards. I got your number ones. But you spoiled my number five. Sorry. You spoiled Jim. We, oh. we should actually run, do a total. You get points if you spoil people's like we should Jim you have to go back all 257 episodes no we we got them all marked on the board we just never totaled them up we just keep erasing the board it's kind of like Mac or Charlie's uh, board with all the numbers everywhere yeah exactly Uh, Scab what's number two uh I think his name is Lloyd from The Shining Mm -hmm. yes he's creepy (laughs) he's really creepy little creepy he could be but part of the Adams family. He's, he's always cleaning that glass. He's priest creepy. Yeah, he's a very clean fellow. <laughs> uh, what's your number one? Uh, Fezziwig from Christmas Carol. From Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Who portrays him in Muppet Christmas Carol? I don't know. Ralph. <laughs> Is it Ralph? <laughs> no. Swedish Chef? <laughs> Dr. Teeth? Uh, the Can't Eagle Guy? Sam. Sam the American Eagle? <laughs> Jason's looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great answer. What the hell was it? So what does he do in A Christmas Carol? He's just the the happy memory. Uh, he was the guy who owned the bar or whatever, where he goes, Christmas mm. past. Christmas past? Oh, okay. Fozzie. He was named Fozzie Fozzie. <laughs> Fozzie. <laughs> Fozzie Bear? Yep. Waka waka. Oh, no, Jim, go ahead. Fozzie. Waka waka waka. Who are you? Mm, I am Yoda. Oh. <laughs> that was Yoda. not Sam the Eagle. No, it was not Sam the Eagle. But whenever I do picture the Christmas Carol, I always picture the Mickey version. The Mickey Mouse yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. They killed that kid. Better than the Jim Carrey version. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> That's uh, scary. I always think of Scrooged. Scrooged. <laughs> Who was the bartender in Scrooged? Oh. <laughs> Good question. Who? I have no clue. Oh, okay. so, did you staple or in the, Groundhog Day, for that matter? Did you, did you staple the antlers on the mouse? <laughs> uh, what's your number one, ja- or Blake? My number one is truly a fictional bartender. Mm-hmm. It is uh, not the best bartender, mm-hmm. but this bartender always knows what I want, when I want, and how I want it. Mm-hmm. Me. Jim, what's your number one? <laughs> My number one is from a show called Justified. I'll go with a Johnny Crowder. Who plays him? Uh, I forget. Okay. Bob. It's not uh, the, one of the main two yeah. guys. Walter Goggins. Walton Goggins. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. But he's the brother of Walton Goggins. In uh, real life? No, no in the oh. show. <laughs> Jeez. And I don't even saw the show. Sorry. And they, uh, he got, his bar ends up getting... Uh, Bought out and taken over by the guy selling all the drugs, and okay. and he's a grumpy uh, son of a bitch the entire show. So Blake, so you're but likable, oh likable, <laughs> a likable version of Blake. Okay, what is that like? <laughs> so I took your number one. <laughs> yep, I've been waiting 240 episodes for that. <laughs> Jeff. Well, my television uh, category here, tied with Isaac Washington, <laughs> um, I have Al, as portrayed by Bruce McGill, in the series uh, finale of Quantum Leap. Oh, good one. Where he is yep. in the in the bar, which is kind of like the limbo area, where Sam has to decide if he's going to continue leaping 
or go home. And Bruce McGill plays the bartender. D-Day? D-Day. Yeah. And uh, kind of, like, helps him figure out what he wants to do and what he thinks is best. Sam never returned home. He didn't. Uh, number one Because Bruce McGill told him not to. Uh, number one for me is Ro- Veronica from Riverdale. She has a speakeasy in it. No, nope, nope, doesn't count. Well, it was Isaac. It was but, Isaac. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you should have changed. I you should have changed to Isaac from uh, Futurama. No, I've never really watched Futurama. Much. It's, it's Isaac's head. Uh, <laughs> my body. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. I had Coach Ernie uh, from Cheers. Coach Ernie Pio Tuso. Uh, I, I he wasn't higher because I because he was only out for three seasons. I, yeah, and I was a lot younger and I didn't see remember those seasons as much. And he uh, died. I, he did. That's not why I'm disqualified. Is there an Ernie Pantuso here? That's you, Coach. Speaking. Speaking. <laughs> uh, this one is an old one, uh, just because I remember watching it back in the day. Uh, Sam Noonan, Gunsmoke. Yeah. Because everything oh. happened around his little. T- uh, bar Never watched Gunsmoke, so I can't. I remember watching uh, Milk Joyce from Tombstone. But he's a real person in real. He's actually based on a real person oh, who damn. actually had. I found this out because um, I love Tombstone. But uh, he actually uh, ended up making a lot of money and uh, owning a lot of land back in the day. Well, good for him. Uh, any quick audible mentions? Oh, I got audible mentions. I've got uh, Nick Miller from New Girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone from Coyote Ugly. I got uh, Barleyman Butterbur from uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, proprietor of the uh, Prancing Pony. That's right. I've got Phil from Phil's Place in the original Murphy Brown. Not the new one? Not the That's new one. That's up for a Golden Globe. Oh, God. It is. Well, she is. Candace Bergen. Terrible. Uh, i got Luke Cage from Jessica Jones. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I've got Jesus because he gave everyone wine. <laughs> I've got... He wasn't a bartender. He was a guy <laughs> He was a guy at the party who they bothered him. <laughs> oh, my God, we ran out of wine. What are we going to do? Go get the bartender to give us wine. Go, go get those big vats of water. Uh, okay, now we do. Go fill them up. Okay, now we do. Look in it. <laughs> oh, my God, it's wine. Duh. <laughs> I also have Carl from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I I have Barney Stinson and Ted Mosby. Oh, from Puzzles? From Puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Horace from uh, Family Guy. Anything, Jim? Uh, pretty much a lot of those. Scab? I had nothing. Blake? Uh, me. Okay. Uh, beside a geek had uh, number five, Brian Flanagan from Cocktail. He wasn't even the good one from Cocktail. No, he wasn't. That wasn't Tom Cruise? That was that was Tom, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. That's don't right. the Brian Brown character. He, he's on other people's list. Don't worry. Like, that's the one my female perspective. She was like, well, what's your topic this week? Top five favorite fictional characters. He goes, Tom Cruise. Anybody else? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I talk about wasting a lot of beer or wasting <laughs> a lot of true. drinks, all the bottles he broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, flair bartending is a waste. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather have dancing bartenders. Isaac from the Love Boat, uh, Mo from Simpsons, Mo. Sam Malone from Cheers, and Quark and Gooning from Star Trek. Guinan, whatever, Star whatever. Trek. Who cares? That's Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Doctor Number One had Cammy, <coughs> Zoe, Violet, Sanford, Lil, and Rachel. Uh, that would be Kyle all really ugly. ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Sister Pam had Mo from the Simpsons. Mo. Joey, or no, Joe from Grey's Anatomy. Henry from Longmire. Seven. Henry from Long. Oh, I forgot that one. Good one, Pam. Yeah, Henry. Uh, Svetlana from Shameless. Svetlana. <coughs> and Liz Taylor from American Horror Story Hotel. 
So there you uh -huh. go. Uh, let's see. We also had, hold on, uh, Dana Gardens, the great bar in Cincinnati, had Isaac from The Love Boat, Moe from The Simpsons, Doug Coughlin from Cocktail. Yeah, I knew that was on the list. <laughs> Marion Ravenwood from Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was a good one. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. I, I did like that when I saw BJ put that. Uh, Coach Ernie. Coach from Ernie Cheers. Fantuzo. Chris Richardson. Uh, this is not sexist. So Sexist bartenders? Damn it. That's <laughs> everybody at Dana Gardens. Uh, Quark <laughs> from Star Trek DS9. I don't know those. Moe from The Simpsons. You don't know what Deep Space Nine is? <laughs> uh, Pam from True Blood. Uh, two. Get him line from Star Guinan. Trek. Guinan. From Star Trek Ning. Um, the next generation. No, it says Ting. <laughs> Ting. <laughs> uh, and Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Yeah, he, I saw him on a lot of lists. Uh, intern Hackney had I never Horace. watched Deadwood, so I couldn't. I keep being told I should. Huh. Uh, Al, uh, Horace from Family Guy. Nick Miller from New Girl. Mo from The Simpsons. Doc McGinty from Boondock State, Saints. And Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Pop Culture Podcast, love these guys. Five and four. Coach and Woody from Cheers. Uh, had Great pen pals. Uh, <laughs> they sent each other pens. Cork from DS9. Uh, Mo from The Simpsons. And number one, every bartender that got their ass kicked in a bar fight. I agree with you on that. I thought about, actually, what I thought would put on was... Roadhouse. Uh, was going to be uh, the character that John Doe played in Roadhouse, who was the bartender who was stealing, and, of course, they had to kick... Who was the nephew of uh, the bad guy... His name is John Doe. The actor. The actor? Oh, he's a singer, actually. Pop uh, Culture also says congratulations on another year, boys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, going on five years next year. And next month. Next month. Oh, God. Is it our fifth? Is this our... Yeah. No, we're starting our fifth year? Yeah, starting our fifth year. Okay, we're just finishing up our fourth. Yeah. This is our fourth annual floppies coming up? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Patrick Whaley. Uh, considering he would occasionally hop behind the bar to pour whiskey... I'll take the loophole and go with Al Swearingen from Deadwood. And finally, from Jen Adams, Horace from Family Guy, Lil from Coyote Ugly, Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philly, Yay. Lloyd, The Shining, and Xander Harris from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So uh, Nobody had uh, the woman pouring the drink down her leg in Dusk Till Dawn? That's technically a bartender, right? Well, the bartender from that was uh, Danny Trio's character. Oh, that's right. Oh, that yeah. That is right. Danny Trejo was the bartender. Yeah. Scab Jeff. That's right. Thank you for showing up. We'll see you next week, too, on the roundtable. Uh, we will. Uh, you can go buy his book, uh, The Unsinkable Molly Brown Eaten by Zombies, uh, on Amazon. Uh, you also can read Titanic, the true story. Zombies. Zombies, <laughs> the true story <laughs> of the Titanic disaster. <laughs> on Amazon. And Ghost Stories of Cincinnati. Nope. <laughs> Cincinnati Haunted Handbook, Nashville Haunted Handbook, uh, Twin Cities Haunted Handbook, and Chicago Haunted Handbook. On Amazon.com. And in bookstores in those cities. And to be honest, let's just say this. You don't even have to buy it. Just give him reviews. Come on. Give us some reviews. Pop those up. Because those pay in IOUs. Just as good as money. Just as good. Just as good. Uh, Scab, thanks for joining us. Uh, bad idea number 792, hosting the Oscars. Uh, or agreeing to host the Oscars and then having to pull out a day later. Uh, bad idea number 756 uh, this week. Uh, Holy Motors. <laughs> Making the Holy Motors or us doing Holy Motors as a uh, plot line? 752. <laughs> Got two of them. We just had three. There you go. <laughs> we only have one. 
<laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Scab Jeff wins a floppy. Just kidding. <laughs> Titles for the show. Scab Jeff wins a floppy. Ooh. I really only have three. Okay. I've got Ghost Erotica, <laughs> Methane Man, I like Methane Man, and Wookie Sex Music. I have uh, Did You Not Read Your Book, Lab Grown Meat, How's Your Divorce, We Just Did a Theme Song, I Have Fat Fingers, and I read my own book. That's all I have. Scab? I have now entering the ring lab-grown meat. <laughs> but that seems a little long. Yes. I like long. <laughs> I, I have post-it note. <laughs> uh, that was a compliment. Redemption? Redemption? Oh, rendition. <laughs> Uh, kick ass for the Lord, and oh look, rains. <laughs> Blake? No. Okay. What was that? What was that after the post-it? What was that? That was uh, a compliment. That was a compliment. I do like that was a compliment. I do like lab-grown meat. I did like now entering the ring, lab-grown meat. <laughs> yeah, that's a long one now. They're allowed to be long. That could be interesting. And oh look, rains. I like that. I like that. What are we doing? Uh, what addendum? Real quick. What are we real doing? quick. Uh, I like lab-grown meat, or now I'm in the ring, lab-grown meat. Okay. Change approved. All right. Hooray. Yay! You've been listening to Hobie!